0: Welcome to Open House with Sharon Caddy. Whether you're looking for a home to love or loving the home you're in, you found the place for tips and advice to bring everything home. Now here's your host, Sharon Caddy.
1: Well, hello to all of you and thanks so much for joining me once again. Every Friday, you know you have another one of these coming your way. Open House with me, your host, Sharon Caddy. I'm always here to help you whether you're looking to you know buy a home, sell your home, rent a home, maybe buy investment properties. That's been a big one lately. Um, or maybe you have no intention of going anywhere at all and you're just happy to stay right where you are. This is the place where you're going to find great tips and advice and ideas and hear from some interesting people. Now today I'm going to give you something a little different. I'm not giving you advice on you know, what I'm going to do in the listing process. I'm not going to help you with, you know, how to decorate your home. Maybe, maybe we will. But what we're going to do today is give you a glimpse into what we do as real estate agents. Now, I am very, I'm very happy and proud to be part of the REMAX network. I'm with REMAX Realty Specialists, which means I belong to not only a brokerage, but I belong to the greater REMAX family, which is all over the world. One of the biggest, most recognized most trusted brands of anything in the world. And at Remax Realty Specialists, we are proud to be um, part of a, a sister relationship with Remax Realty Enterprises, which has a couple of brokerage offices. And through that, we have friends, we have colleagues, we have people that help one another out. Today, I have Calvin O'Neill who's also known as the Social Realtor joining me here for open house. Great to have you.
0: Thank you for having me. I am super excited.
1: Yeah, me too. Now, Calvin, you are you're a well-respected, well-known realtor, but you are also known on social media everywhere.
0: Yeah, I would say so. Uh, maybe I won't. I, I'm, I'm out there. I'm the social realtor you on are. Instagram. Yep. You
1: are. So we were chatting, Calvin and I, about... Uh, it's interesting what people's perceptions are of what a real estate agent does, what we do, how we operate, uh, what our workday is like. Um, And so we thought we would just talk a little bit about some of our experiences and what we go through as real estate agents. I don't know about you, but it's it's funny. I just recently did an episode where I talked about listing a home and about real estate commission. And I got to say, I can't believe how many people think that all I do is show up, get people to sign a document, put a price on a house, and I walk away with 5% in my bucket. (laughs) Not quite right.
0: No, not at all. (laughs) Not at all. I mean, there's there's a lot more to everything. Um, As you mentioned, being connected in a circle as well and Mm -hmm. finding off-market properties, reconnecting with agents off the market about that property when you sell it. And even the commission part, you know, it's not always the truth that well, you Well, I don't make
1: get 5% them. in my pocket. I don't know about you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Definitely not ever. me. Ever.
1: Like, ever. No. So we have a, it's it's an interesting business. We're in a people business. We're all about connecting with people. And actually, the online aspect of what we do has really changed our business.
0: Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, when I first got into the industry, it was more about talking to the right people, having... Um, phone conversations Mm -hmm. but now a lot of it is on social media so marketing is on social media showing that you're active in real estate is on social media and that's how a lot of my business at this moment is is obtained
1: well i find that you know eventually it really does end up being that face-to-face but to get that initial contact it's all about people are online all the time and real estate is one of the hottest topics online ever
0: yeah yeah they want to make sure that someone's active yeah, I don't know if you've ever had it, but when you are in the industry for a bit, every realtor will experience it once where you call somebody and it's a friend or family member or someone you sold to and they're like, oh, we just sold.
1: Mm-hmm. And you
0: and you ask them, you're like, why? And they'll say, well, we didn't know you were, we needed to move, but we didn't know you were in the industry anymore.
1: Yeah, it's so- true.
0: Social media is the greatest tool to show that you still are.
1: Well, and it's it's such a great thing because it's out there. Everyone has it. Everyone uses it. It's easy. I mean, it's easy. Sometimes you do need, if you're not familiar with it when you first start doing this, or maybe you're coming on board late with the social media, you have to learn how to do it. But once you learn it, it's not hard. It's really revolutionized the advertising for real estate agents. I I talked to people who've been in the industry for 30, 40, 50 years, and they spent a fortune on print advertising back in the day. (laughs) Yeah, they did. I can't imagine. How much money you had to invest in things like print advertising and not reach as many people as we can reach through social media and actually communicate with our with our clients.
0: It's true. When I first got in the industry and I've been in since 2011, mm-hmm. um, there was a guy that was struggling for business in this brokerage, and I remember he was uh, telling me his best source of income or, or leads was the Business Exchange magazine, and he would pay five thousand a year to be part of his magazine. Wow.
1: Oh yeah. man. Wow. Well, I find that when people are cuz I've had friends or you know they're saying, "Oh, I got to find a real estate agent." And they know they're going to talk to me as well, but I always I do encourage them to you know, say see what's out there, you know. You're going to want me, but see what else is out there. And I think it's interesting and I think you've come across the same thing where you you maybe you see a name on a sign somewhere and so you go home and you decide you're going to look up this person and there's nothing. About this person anywhere. I mean, (laughs) nothing. There's no, I mean, I don't even want to say go to reviews online. There's no reviews. There's no, if there is a website, it's outdated and you can't do anything. They don't have a Facebook page. They're not on Instagram. It's amazing how many people are not using it. And I think in today's real estate market, you want someone who's connected. For sure. Yeah. For
0: sure. Even when I'm doing a deal and let's say we're in a multiple offer situation and I represent the sellers and Uh, the buyers are represented by two agents. Um, I'll look to see which one's reputable online because I (laughs) want to make sure that they can close, right? Like if one is like a top agent in the region and they're reputable and the other one I can't even find on Google, I may advise my clients to work with this guy because we don't want a deal to fall apart.
1: And that's, it's so true. And it can make a massive difference. Actually, there was one not long ago. This was bizarre. So it was, I was selling, I was the seller's agent and we had six offers. And so I do exactly what you do, okay? (laughs) I mean, you look at the offers first, and then I'm looking at the agents. And There was one I Googled, and his file um, from RICO with the Real Estate Council of Ontario came up, and he had just recently been reinstated after stealing $40,000 in jewelry from a client's home.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And the thing is, that's something people don't realize, that all of that stuff is out there. I mean, you can research your agent before you choose somebody. Yeah. Yeah. All of this stuff is out there. And, you know, I, I show it. It was one of the top offers, by the way. It's not the one that won it. Mm-hmm. But it was one of the top offers. And I shared all that with my client. I said, you know what? This is not a good sign. This is a bad, bad sign. <laughs>
0: yeah. But it's good that you do that. Because, um, yeah. I mean, I know I do it. You do it, obviously.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but not all agents are looking um properly at who's representing the offer, which is really important.
1: Well, I think even when there's one offer, it's important to understand who's on the other side of the table. Totally. But when it's multiple offers, I don't think we're doing our clients a a proper service unless we are giving them all the information they need to make an educated choice.
0: No, it's true. It's true. And often agents are just looking at the price, right? Which, obviously, we love money. We want money in our (laughs) our guys' pockets, Um, but there's more to it. And sometimes the money doesn't come through if you don't do the right work.
1: Mm-hmm. So what are you finding right now when you look over all the ways, because you're like I am where I'm using different forms of social media and online to, to, find, to connect myself to other people that are looking to buy or sell real estate. What are you finding some of the most popular or the most effective ways that you're finding a way to find clients?
0: I think just expressing yourself in a, in a genuine manner on social through video is super important because everyone on social right now whether it's facebook or instagram they're posting sold signs sold pictures and whatever people sell properties but who is the best agent and who does that client like so for me when i do a video and i'm just being myself and they can see like i'm a father realtor i'm a fun realtor they understand my personality um those sort of videos gain a lot of traction. I get responses via DM, and uh, people want to work with me based on personality.
1: Mm-hmm. I always tell people that um, that when you're selecting someone to work with, understand you're going to spend a lot of time with this person. Yeah. So you better like them. They should be personable, they should be accessible, which again, um, one of my favorites, I went to a website, I'm not going to say who it is, but an agent, an active agent, who has office hours on their website. of nine to five and 10 to two on Saturdays, closed on Sundays. And I'm like, oh yeah, Michael, I would never fly with most of my clients. Like I'm available when we're doing a deal. I'm available when they need me. And that's important. And you also, aside from being someone that you can get and that you like, you got to trust too. Mm -hmm. Trust is really key.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Have you, taking a look at the past few months through COVID-19, how has that affected your yourself, your clients, and, and how you've been doing deals?
0: Well, you could see if you follow me on Instagram, I, I know you've seen my profile. Mm-hmm. When we had started around March 15th, when sort of the market just dropped, um, I sort of diverted from more sold and, and just listed posts to more um, about learning. So I started Coffee with Calvin. Yes, And so a lot of my social was just informative providing people information about how the market is doing in different regions and what to expect as the real estate market changes and um i found that to be very successful because i got a lot of followers that were intently following me Mm -hmm. uh versus just followers for the sake of following um because of that now that the market has changed um they're still following me and i think just Understanding what the marketplace is like, what the media or people or the general public is looking for really helps. And, yeah, so now that I've changed um, directions as the market's changed, the the clients who follow me change as well or mm-hmm. stayed with me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was going on a ramble there. I was thinking, uh, okay, right. what, what am I saying? But, no,
1: you're like I am – I. Th- I found that through COVID nineteen, yes, my my number of listings was decreased, but my workload really wasn't. I kept busy. I kept whether it meant I was doing sales or just staying in touch with clients, uh, talking with people, doing things. I and I did. I still did business. I it was. I find it very interesting that while the world was shutting down, real estate plowed through. Uh, what did you find that you? Your listings decreased. Were you still just as busy? How was business for you, been for you through this period?
0: Yeah, so I remember a lot of this vividly because it was it was a big change.
1: Oh, because it was crazy right before everything shut down. It was yeah. so busy.
0: February yeah. and March, I had just come back from a vacation and I hit the ground running. We were doing about two deals a week, uh, which was a good trajectory. And then once March 12th hit, I remember because we had an <laughs> offer presentation. <laughs> On March 12th, and we had like five people wanting to put an offer in, then news came out that things were going crazy, and literally we went from five to zero.
1: Oh no, really? Yeah. Oh man.
0: So we didn't end up selling that place right away, but it stayed on the market and then we got rid of it. Um, But after that, I went from two a week to about two a month in terms of deals.
1: During COVID, that's really good.
0: Yeah. So 75% drop, though. Um, the 75% that dropped off, they ended up sticking around. So they're you know, looking at the market, which means our work stays the same because we're still mm-hmm. communicating with them, letting them know what's going on, uh, letting them understand what opportunities are there. Um, so now that it's hot again... Man, I have all those people and more, and we're just trying to Coming accommodate. Along. I yeah. know
1: that's. I found the same thing. I had this crazy start to the year, to the point that, like in March, I was I wasn't even sleeping because you had numbers and people and names and things <laughs> going through your head, and you're you're online, you're in person, you're. You know, we were still doing open houses and everything. It was busy, crazy. And then, like you said, right around March 12th, it was like, there goes the door, shut. So everything kind of ground to this halt for moments because we had to figure out what we were going to do. And I had listings lined up for the first week of April and I was ready to go. Wow. And, you know, I, and I understood because, you know, one gentleman was in his late seventies and he wasn't comfortable. One had a wife with some chronic medical conditions and she wasn't comfortable. Another one just wasn't comfortable. Mm. Not that there were any issues, but still. And you had to understand it. Yeah. But boy, oh boy, did our world ever change in that time.
0: It did. And I, I think you hit the nail on the head with the understanding part. And I think that's a big thing that makes Realtors successful is we deal with so many people that even though we have our own thoughts and beliefs on the market and where things are going, we really have to be understanding and great listeners to people's situations. and. Uh, I think that's a testament to then yourself and both of us that mm-hmm. we were able to pull the business aside instead of saying keep buying, keep selling. You oh know? yeah, like, no, no, <laughs> because
1: and it's, the funny thing is, I know with my clients because I get a good relationship going with them, and they feel bad, you know, like oh I feel so bad, I, I'm, I, but I can't do it right now, and I I feel bad for you, and I'm like don't feel bad for me, <laughs> unless you decided you don't like me anymore and you're walking away. I don't. If you want to sell your house this year, next year. In 18 months, I'm still here. Okay. It's when you feel good about doing this. Um, there's no point in dragging someone through. Um, a good realtor lives off referrals, and you're never getting referred if you force people to do what you want to do and not what they want to do.
0: Yeah. I think. Totally. Totally. I went from uh, 60% referrals in 2018 to 100% referral See? based in 2019.
1: And that's that's the way to do it. I mean, there's trust there, and trust is the key.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Wow. It's funny, though, that you said the uh, uh, clients being apologetic.
1: They are. <laughs> I,
0: I think those clients are fantastic. And it's funny, my friends and family, when I help them, they're the most apologetic. Like, I just helped my cousin sell and buy. And during the buying process, he was all, every time we went out, they was like, sorry that we have to bring you out. And yeah. I thought... I want to be here. Like, I like this. I like you guys. Why wouldn't I want to do this? Don't apologize. But that's a, it shows a respect.
1: Yeah. Well, you're a lot like I am that way. I, to me, first of all, I'll be honest. I don't work with clients I don't like. And I mean, it's important that someone finds a real estate agent they like and trust. Agreed. However, as the agent, I don't feel obligated to take someone's business if I think it's going to be a nightmare and I'm going to hate my job. Mm-hmm. you know um, I don't know that everyone works that way but mm-mm, I have to for all the time that you say oh you're spending with me I have to spend that time with you mm-hmm. so when i I'm like you I enjoy like actually I, one of my favorite parts is taking people out to look at places I love it <laughs> it's so much fun and you know knowing especially once you get to know your client know exactly what they're looking for and they may get dazzled by walking a home into a home that's fully staged and oh. and, and I can say to them, you know that, that, I don't know, whatever fancy schmancy washer dryer you've always wanted. Did you, did you see it's down there? No.
0: That's the best Oh, did feeling. you
1: know that, you know, you know those tiles you talked to me about that you wished you had your they're here. Really? <laughs> and it's, you know, they're looking at this beautiful, and uh, kudos to home stagers that, you know, look at the color scheme. Look at, well, you know, the pictures in the couch don't go with the house, right? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and that's part of the joy of our job is knowing our, like they're friends at that point. Your clients are your friends and you're helping them. Best I've, feeling in the world.
0: I've uh, started to really hone in on what you were saying by working with people that you really enjoy. Mm-hmm. I think that comes with time because, you know, when you first start, you just need money, right? You need business <laughs> and you're, you're, fuck. Oh, I don't know if you swear on this podcast, um, <laughs> but you're taking people. Um, you're just taking anyone, even if they are the worst time. But as you get more business, as you understand what's important to you and what, how you service your clients, then you can be a little bit more picky. And that's when you really have that fun.
1: Oh, well, yeah, it, I don't know. I just, I guess, I, cause I'm old. I was like, I'm way older than you. Okay. And, <laughs> oh yeah. And at this age, I'm thinking like, I don't know that there's enough money in the world to make me deal with some people that don't, and not that they're bad people, but if they don't mesh with who I am and the way I do business and this type of person I am. I don't know. (laughs) I don't think I'm up for it. I don't think I am.
0: (laughs) I I had one the other week. I don't think they listen to podcasts, so I can speak to it. (laughs) Um, But they, year over year, I helped them with a a particular property. And this year, they decided not to work with me. And there was the biggest smile on my face. And I just said, I love it. it. (laughs) I'm sorry to see you go, but uh, I wish you the best and I had a great day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, it's it's important and I figure for any deal I don't want to do, there's two more that I can just go find. Yeah. You know, I can find people that are going to like working with me and that I'm conversely going to enjoy working with them and in the end we're all happy. Cuz it's got to be I to me it's got to be win-win.
0: Yeah. If you're thriving, if you're looking to thrive, if you have a good head on your shoulders, if you're happy, you enjoy life, if you want to be someone that's like that, then find Sharon and myself. Exactly. But otherwise, you know, um, we'll, we'll, there'll be a fit for you.
1: Oh, absolutely. And it, it's, it's such an interesting job. I mean, filled with a lot of joy, some stress and, you know, holding people's hands, um, challenges. I don't know the... Some of the challenging things that we have to deal with. I still think, I, I think for my entire career, my most challenging thing will have been that first listing. And it's because it was, and I'm not, they this person doesn't know they were my first listing. It was the most disgusting home I've ever been in <laughs> in my entire life. And there I was so keen and I got, you know, I managed to worked on finding a client, find a client. Yep, come to my house. I'm going to sell it. And I come out and I walked in the door and I'm like, oh, this is like, (laughs) this is like the worst episode of Hoarders you've ever seen and a mess and dirty. And this person looked at me and said, you can stage this, right? And literally here I am, like my first deal. I'm just got my license a month ago. And I'm like,
0: what did you do? I said,
1: no one can stage this. Like (laughs) nobody (laughs) can. But you know what? It was fine. They were actually a really nice client, great client. Really nice person. Um, Had to be honest with them and say. Did you
0: clean it and stage it or what did you do? No.
1: No, I did not. I did clean the bathrooms, which um, I will. Oh, no, never again. That was bad. But I did. I (laughs) I did that. And it was an interesting process because it's learning to deal with people. Right. And I mean, it was close to I could have almost referred it to hoarders for an episode. Mm. And I said, all I'm asking of you is because we can't stage it. Someone's going to buy this as an investment. So we need to get stuff out of the rooms. That's all I'm asking you is we got to get the stuff out of the rooms. And I said, I'm going to come back in a week. Please remove as much as you can. I came back in a week, and nothing was removed. And I wow. thought, okay, the, I thought, if I can get through this, I can be a success in real estate. So I started showing up every day with boxes. And I would put one box in each room. And I literally, I figured out this client was task-related, like task-oriented. And I said, okay, here's the deal. I'm coming back tomorrow to collect these boxes that will be full. And I'm going to bring you new boxes.
0: Look at you.
1: And, and you know, in the end, they said, you know what? That was so helpful because I didn't know where to begin. It was just too overwhelming. And all I said, fill the box. Just fill the box. And we'll put it in the basement. And I'm going to put new boxes. And it was, we had it on the market within a week. It sold in one day. This, is, this was not a multiple offer kind of market. We sold it in one day for 98% of asking.
0: Wow.
1: So I, and I got through that. That was my first sale. And I thought, I can totally do this. Any house that's not that one is going to be way easier.
0: <laughs> and yet anyone on the outside thought, just like you said, that you put up a sign, put oh, up a price, yeah. got your 5% and walked away, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> and I keep telling people, I don't get 5%. I would love to get 5%.
0: Wouldn't that be great? But I no. know. <laughs> that it doesn't,
1: doesn't happen. It doesn't work that way, no. But that's the kind of thing, though, as an agent, we have, to, we have to help people. And whether that means like a house like that that I could not stage. I couldn't even sufficiently clean it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And being honest with someone yet sensitive enough to say, you know, this is, this is the state of your home. You know, and I, lo- I know you love it, but this is the state of your home. And this is what I can do, and I can get you this much money. But this is what it is.
0: Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, a lot of the sellers believe that their house is ready to sell. Mm -hmm. That one that is a hoarder probably thought they could sell it like that. Oh, yeah. Um, But we have to sort of bring realization back into it. We
1: do. And the pricing process. I don't don't know about you. I'm curious. Your worst uh, back and forth with someone to arrive at a price. Because I've got one and it'll be going up not too far from now. And it's been a process back and forth where I personally, to this day, would like to list it for $9.99 and this person thinks their house is worth $1.5 million.
0: Oh, wow. That is a big difference. It's
1: been a journey. <laughs> <laughs> Have you come up against any pricing, like maybe not as distant as that, but anything where getting someone to understand that the right price on a house makes all the difference in the world?
0: I haven't had an issue that lasted very long, but it is always a topic of discussion. It is. It definitely is. Um, Not the one that comes to mind. Actually, it might have been relatively easy. We do a little bit of back and forth, but I think as long as I provide the comps, then um, the discussion is very easy. But sometimes there are no comps. And when there are no comps...
1: This one's a unique property. yeah. And it's, it's difficult and it's yet at the same time, you know, the, the phrase that comes out all the time, well, let's just try it at that price for a while. Oh. Let's, let's just try it at 1.5.
0: I oh, hate man. that.
1: No one's going to come.
0: <laughs> well, they don't understand. Well, not that they don't understand, but the I mean, the thing to consider is when we list a property, two things, one, a record of it occurs. So right. if we're not selling immediately, then people know that we've tried and weren't able to sell it. And at the same time. You know, our marketing dollars are at work and they're most powerful at the beginning.
1: Those first couple of weeks, you cannot get that back.
0: Yeah. And so like for me, I'll do like a Facebook video, um, put some big money into social media advertising mm-hmm. and get like 25 to 50,000 views, which is Fun the first time, but the second time, you know, you're on social, when you see something twice, it's already boring. So, well, yeah. Yeah. And then
1: people that are on frequently and people that are seriously shopping for a home right now, and they see that, and they've seen it. They saw that house. Yeah. And they saw the price. And I know that a lot of them, when they see the price reduction, they don't automatically say, well, that was overpriced. They go, Ooh, what's wrong with it? Mm -hmm. What's wrong with that house? Mm -hmm. It didn't sell. And then we have that issue to get past. And yep. you're not getting the best bang for your buck. Like, it, For the most part, I'd say 99% of my clients, we don't go through this situation. But once in a while, you know?
0: You do. You yeah. do. Yeah. Real estate has a, a lot of different crazy situations. And I guess just as you understand your business more, as you work through real estate, you get crazier and crazier into oh. like things, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. I don't even need to explain. You're kind of like, yes, I get it. <laughs>
1: weird things happen and that's uh again i think that's part of assessing who your agent is and understanding their personality their temperament how you think they're going to deal with things Mm. don't be i always tell people don't be afraid to ask me questions about anything yeah ask and i'll tell you i'll tell you if i've had weird things happen i'll tell you if i've navigated things i'll tell you if i'm you know what my negotiation style is Mm -hmm. you know um i'm helping you with the biggest thing you're probably ever going to sell or buy in your life
0: without a doubt
1: and you need to know that I can do it and yes. that you're going to win
0: yes yeah
1: yeah so yeah we have we have a pretty cool we have a pretty cool I say it's the greatest job in the world
0: I've done everything and I've never been so happy or excited about work in my life
1: yeah yeah I mean I, I spent my and I, I get still get people once in a while show up and they're going, "Are you the same Sharon that did the weather on CTV?" I'm like, "Yep, that's me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's me." And I loved that career. That career was was wonderful. And I did that for thirty years. I was radio and TV girl for thirty years. And all I can say now is I wish I jumped to this sooner. And believe it or not, after really? that, yeah, I'm having the best time. And all I can say, all I can equate it to is that as much as I and I did love, believe me, I loved what I did. And you know, I had people doing my makeup and my hair and I had fancy that clothes. Is so cool. And it was great. But the people, unless you went out and did a location thing, the people were always at a distance. I was talking to hundreds of thousands of people every night.
0: Right. That's true. But I've never thought of it like that. They
1: weren't there. I mean they all and I still I still run into them and they know who I am. But they're distant. They're through a lens. And even when I did, when I was in radio, especially when I started in radio and mm-hmm. you'd be, I used to say, okay, I can't do, I love it. I loved it, loved it, loved it, but I can't do this forever because I'm literally sitting in a room for four to six hours by myself talking to myself about music.
0: It's so messed up. It is. I don't think of it. I never thought of it like that because you're right. You, in our business as realtors, we connect with people frequently on a face-to-face mm-hmm. basis um, and that's what I really like about it, being able to have those relationships. But even though on radio you're connecting with millions of people, or I don't know how many there are, but a lot of people, yeah. you really aren't
1: You don't there. see any of them. Yeah, that's crazy. It's Yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> I wish I could have
0: done it once though. I, I'll tell you, I've, I've thought about how would it feel like if I was on CTV for a bit?
1: Oh, it's know. fun. I'm not going to lie. I loved it and I don't regret any of it. It was the best. I had a, a great time, but I'll tell you. I I can't imagine if someone came up to me tomorrow and said, we want you to come back to that. I wouldn't go. Love what I'm doing now. It's the best, it's the best job in the world.
0: <laughs> Refer them to Calvin, the social <laughs> realtor. Maybe I'll give it a shot.
1: <laughs> or you can work with me and Calvin together. That always works too. Yeah. So if people are looking for you though, cause I do want people to check you out and your, you know, your coffee with Calvin, all that stuff, where can they find you?
0: If you look up On Instagram, at The Social Realtor. On Facebook, The Social Realtor. Even anywhere, Google me, Calvin Onilla, O-N-I-L-L-A. You'll find me.
1: Fantastic. We'll have to do this again sometime. So much fun. I hope that we do. I think so. And uh, in the meantime, if you are listening, remember that uh, if you tell your family, tell your friends, you can find the podcast anywhere you download your podcasts, Uh, subscribe, and you'll never miss an episode. Share it with your family, your friends, like it. Follow me on social media. If you want to know where, go to my website, SharonCaddy.com. Links to everything are right there for you. And i also like to mention that if you have a topic you want me to look at for you talk about, uh, maybe even just a question. I'm thinking about gathering some questions and doing one episode just answering your questions. I think that would be fun. Uh, Send me your questions. I'd love to hear from you. So whether you're buying, whether you're selling, renting, investing, or staying put, join me all the time, every Friday for our brand new episode of Open House. Talk to you next time.
0: Thanks for joining us for Open House with Sharon Caddy. Subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts and visit Sharon at SharonCaddy.com. You can also follow her on Instagram at Sharon Caddy Realtor. See you next time.